the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merck, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government with a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other. He's Sean Thompson, and this is The Sean Thompson Show. This looks like a job for me, so everybody just follow me, because we need a little controversy. Nikki Haley's the belle of the ball. She's all over the television sets. Phenomenal. I loved her in The Wizard of Oz. Is there a clip of her saying, and your little dog, too? I think we can find one if we look hard enough. In the meantime, can you find a clip where she knows where it, what started the Civil War? The fracking moron that she is. And notice how all the Democrats, now they love Nikki Haley. If there was no Donald Trump, I'm sure they would be rightfully ridiculing her lack of intelligence or the fact she's a whore to Boeing and a whore to policy who was broke nine months ago and now all of a sudden is worth millions. They would be pointing that out because they don't want anybody that isn't a representative of the mafia in a position of power anywhere. And there's no real better place to exhibit this than right there in sweet home Chicago. It was a fascinating weekend for me, and I'll tell you why. I still watch WGN News, which stands for We Got Nothing, which is still better than never broadcasting content or always bull dung. Uh, But the reality is what you have here is an example of exactly why we've normalized the dimwit in diapers. It's exactly why. Here is Paul Lisnick, also known as Juneteenth, on with the WGN legacy reporter of notable, notable IQ points and philosophy. What can you tell us about these allegations against Georgia DA Fonnie Willis in the Trump case? Apparently she, from what we're hearing, she hired uh, her lover, to be, who's married, by the way, to be uh, on Trump's, uh, you know, in his case. But, I mean, isn't that kind of murky? I mean, how can this be a problem for her? It- Excuse me? Excuse me? It's, it, it's more evidence of not just patronage, but the kind of insider office sex parties that put this tramp as the vice president. It's an indication of just how systemically corrupted our politics is. And then maybe we can bring you to Stark and Page, who worked for the FBI to cover up the greatest political scandal in American history. You know the one when Barack Obama and the Democrats worked tirelessly not to just create a bulldog file on the on the president-elect, but actually misused our court system to surveil him while he was the candidate. But you didn't want to report on that, right, WGN? We got nothing news? Why? Because you're a Democrat apparatchik. And what I like is you're open about your incompetence. It's like a soap opera movie, right? First of all, we don't know the facts yet, Micah, as you know. There's going to be a hearing on February 15th, and that's when they will come out. And by the way, Georgia televises its proceedings, so this might be something we're allowed to watch. We'll find out whether the judge permits it. But the bottom line here is, look, here's the thing. If these two lawyers 
Bonnie Willis and the lawyer she's supposedly having this affair with, if they were on opposite sides of the case, like he represented Trump, you have real ethical issues, huge ethical issues. This still is bad. I mean, appearances look terrible, but they're on the same side of the case. But what about the allegations maybe- against Trump and all of his uh, things that he did with, uh, oh. you know, with the stripper and all this other stuff? I mean, why isn't why aren't we talking about that? Why is this an issue? Because she allegedly hired her. And you notice how how offended she is at uh, Donald Trump and strippers, but they covered up for Bill Clinton. They covered up the sexual liaisons of the dimwit moron daily and who pretended to be. He gave a part to his wife. Well, that's not really how the story really goes in real life. But this is how you normalize Democrat incompetence and corruption. It's done through the media. There's a reason I'm playing you this. And that reason is we're in the midst of not just an economic turmoil, the likes of which this country has never seen. And I know you're supposed to focus on the welfare system and the the idea of Bidenomics rather than the vacancies of commercial square feet or the massive amounts of debt held by every citizen, not just on his own personal credit card, but on the national debt. You're not supposed to look at any of that, and you're supposed to continue to vote for a 50-year political whore who's an obvious recipient of $24 million of foreigners' money as he is a traitor to his nation, and we are entering World War III, and none of it had to happen, and it can all stop tomorrow. We will restore peace through strength. That's what we did. We had no wars. We had no wars. And I'm the only candidate who can make this promise to you that I will prevent World War III. I know them all. We're not going to have World War III. And we are so close to World War III, you have no idea. When I looked at those bombs a few days ago starting to drop all over the Middle East, I say, Middle East, here we come again. I got you out and got rid of ISIS. We'll build an iron dome over our country, the state-of-the-art missile defense shield, and it's all made in the USA. You know, we have them. Instead of this idiot, who not only caused an economic turmoil in the backdoor nationalization of all of our markets and the major businesses and the destruction of small business, as in that city, you have over 6 million vacant square feet. Buildings are selling for less than 10% of what they sold for a decade ago. See, that's how you normalize the kind of incompetence that the Democrats bring, along with the corruption. But there's something I find disgusting about what they normalize, and that is the fact that we are also under attack, and our soldiers are being killed on a regular basis. Our attention to the military watch this morning, where U.S. Central Command says two West Coast-based Navy SEALs missing off the coast of Somalia are dead. For the Overseas, a new attack on a U.S. military base in Iraq and one of the biggest in the region is raising concerns about a wider conflict in the Middle East. Raf Sanchez joins us now from Tel Aviv. Raf. Jose, U.S. Central Command says a number of American service personnel are being evaluated for traumatic brain injury after multiple ballistic missiles and rockets were... What is the number, Squirrel? Well, this administration of incompetent traitors... And morons, also known as Democrats, they said it's small. Don't worry about it. What can you tell us about potential injuries to American troops in Iraq? And how will the U.S. respond to this latest attack? Well, as we understand at this early hour on Sunday morning, it's only a very small number of uh, U.S. troops that were affected. Uh, They're being seen for traumatic brain injuries uh, with... If it's one, I want to kill a million goat Casanovas. If it's one... 
I want to annihilate all of the theocrats that still exist in the year 2024. And this failure, this fraud, this Democrat wants you to think it's a small, acceptable number. If it's one 18-year-old, 20-year-old American, a million die who hurt him. See, that's how it's supposed to be when you want to be the hammer versus the nail. Fired at the Al-Assad air base in western Iraq. Some of those missiles were intercepted, but others did get through, and the military says it is still assessing the damage. We pay you frauds, and you misappropriate 50 cents at every dollar. Now you cover up the fact that our boys are dying. By the way, the SEALs, we played that clip for you a week ago. It took them seven days, and they finally came around because they had to notify the families of the bravest among us, the cowards called the politicians do it. Um, and then lastly, um, I'd be remiss speaking about the field of battle if I did not also um, point you to the president's statement today uh, acknowledging and mourning the death of two Navy SEALs. Uh, who You'd be remiss, you failure, you coward, you fraud. They died a week ago, and you and the moron, traitor, some call president. You now release the information. Why? Because you couldn't cover it up or lie about it like you did the guys who got their heads blown off? were killed while conducting an interdiction operation um, in, the, uh, uh, in the Gulf of Aden, uh, trying to interdict uh, munitions and weapons that we believe were headed. Interdict. Nobody's talking about Kamala Harris. In the meantime, what we have here is who's exactly responsible for it. More Aloha snack bar. Goat Casanovas. Admiral, there have been roughly 150 attacks on U.S. troops in Iraq and Syria. Is the U.S. response working? Is the U.S. doing enough to protect its troops? Did you know, Squirrel, that climate change is an existential threat to mankind? Not these inbreds. Continue to do what we have to do to protect our troops and our facilities. Uh, we are certainly mindful of the of the danger, and uh, and in these attacks over the weekends, now a small number, but a, a number nonetheless of of U.S. troops uh, uh, were being evaluated for traumatic brain injury. That's a that's a wound, and we take that seriously. Do you take it seriously? So who's going to die? Who's going to die? What commander in Qatar? That's living in the lap of luxury. Are we going to annihilate the condo building? Are we going to do that? What exactly are you going to do, morons? They already are close. Uh, and, I mean, there's, there would be no Houthi attacks in the Red Sea were it not for Iran and the support that they continue to give them. I mean, weren't you just on a month ago, two months ago, freeing up billions of dollars? You sexually frustrated dweeb. Granted, you're half as sexually frustrated as that unlucky wife of yours. The Houthis are pulling the trigger, but Iran's providing the handguns and the bullets. Uh, and we know that. Uh, and- so then why aren't you killing their yard gnome, pretending to be the reverend of a country? What the hell are you doing? Bomb the castle. And we are trying to disrupt that flow of, of uh, munitions to, to Yemen from, uh, from Iran. In fact, you know, notice how they never go after the government officials. They only kill the soldiers. How come nobody's killing the Iranian castle where they're prancing around marching like it was uh, the year 619? Tragically, I know the DOD is still looking for two sailors that fell overboard during an interdiction mission trying to get at weapons that were heading towards the Houthis. So uh, this is a... And in the meantime, what is really going on here in this country is that while this is all going on, it turns out we're also being invaded by Middle Eastern. Let me ask you something. Does this guy who was caught at the border threatening us threatening us. Does he sound like he's from Guadalajara or El Salvador? Where's this guy sound like he's from? 
Please, by the way, if you are smart enough, you will know who I am. But you are really not smart enough to know who I am. But soon you're gonna know who I am. Very wow. I hope he stops off for a drink in Melrose Park. No one will know who you are. But the Forest Preserve Patrol, not you, Pete Silvestri. Very easy. The, the entitlement, the entitlement. No, believe me, I'm much better than that. The entitlement, guys. Wow. Don't you understand the entitlement? He's a reporter. He's not too quick on the uptake. That's not about entitlement. That's a threat to our nation. He's not here for welfare. He's here to blow something up. Listen again. Please, by the way, if you are smart enough, you will know who I am. But you are really not smart enough to know who I am. But soon you're going to know who I am. What, what, what does the commander-in-chief have to say? Oh, let's go to the dimwit in diapers. Somebody shoot him with some Viagra, some formaldehyde. Get him out of the crypt. What does he have to say? And I want to talk about another top issue, the border. Now, I love how he's turned on and Biden. Biden's for a free and open border. Just tear down everything. Let everybody come. No restrictions. Well, one, I used to be a bipartisan in this country. There should be one. See how he cannot enunciate? It's because the dementia squirrel, it's eating his brain like J.B. Pritzker in a cold pizza. And again, I've been clear from the very beginning, the system is broken. My first day in office, I sent Congress a comprehensive plan on immigration reform. Oh, 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 easy, wet pants, easy, soiled socks, dimwit in diapers, easy. Because I remember what you did. It was only three years ago yesterday when you started to really destroy my country by stealing the most powerful office in the world. As police in Guatemala try to break up another migrant caravan heading to the U.S., the new Biden administration is proposing an eight-year pathway to citizenship for undocumented immigrants. Compared to the last four years, this is great. Like, this is a miracle. Jorge Benitez Perez is a recipient of DACA, which allows people who are brought to the U.S. illegally as young children to stay here. The proposed bill. Yes, would I know, Squirrel. They dress it up with this DACA bull dung where everybody's coming for the same reason our ancestors come from. And they don't want you to focus on the Middle Eastern guy who's threatening us. We're going to focus on DACA. In the meantime, what about the people who've spent tens of thousands and years struggling and trying to become citizens legally? Ah, screw them. Allow so-called dreamers to immediately apply for a green card. Other qualifying immigrants could get temporary status for five years and could apply for citizenship three years after that. Biden has also said he'd help reunite the hundreds of undocumented children still separated from their parents after crossing the border. Among migrants, anxiety has mounted since President Trump took office. Here on the Guatemalan side of the border, patience is wearing thin. We were there in 2018 as another caravan marched north. The Trump administration would later require migrants to remain in Mexico while they applied for asylum. Opponents of Biden's proposal say it amounts to amnesty. If you're going to reward people who broke the law in front of everybody else who respected it, it sends a bad signal. Who is that, Miss Cleo? It's like he was a fortune teller. He described exactly where we'd be three years after this dimwit stole the office. 312-642-5600. This is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560. The answer. AM560. The answer. All you had to do is realize who these Democrats scallywag, half-assed, butter-handed, pansy gangsters are. Here's a notable one of them, Squirrel. He would be considered uh, 
the upper echelon of the Democrat mafia. He's a legend in Democrat politics. He was uh, referred to as a statesman. I never liked him. His nickname was Dollar Bill. I just take solace in the fact he's burning in hell right now. In the meantime, Dollar Bill Richardson was a renowned Democrat. You've heard his name. If you listen to this show, you know about politics. Well, we got some information, some new information on the new new uh, asset or the new recipient of, of, the, of the wrath of Beelzebub. Action 7 News. Our Target 7 team has been combing through the hundreds of pages of documents unsealed in a civil suit against one of Jeffrey Epstein's closest associates. The Billy who had a mansion here in New Mexico was charged with trafficking underage girls before he killed himself while in jail. So who did he know in the land of enchantment? Tonight, Target 7 has found more details about one connection. Here's John Cardinelli. Bill Richardson had served our state as a two-term governor and congressman. When he left office, he continued building his legacy by negotiating the release of international hostages and servicemen up until his recent death. But there's been another side of Richardson that has been described by the way, Squirrel, when he died, they estimate his net worth at about $35 million. Never had a job in his real life. Um, and he was a real close ally to, you wouldn't believe it, Squirrel. Wouldn't believe it. Barack! He likes him big and round. And notable rubbed elbows with the dimwit and diapers who now some people call president. Described in the recent unsealing of depositions taken from women who claimed they performed sex acts for Jeffrey Epstein and his powerful friends while they were underage. This ranch, nestled in rural Santa Fe County, was a place that brought in the rich, the famous, and the powerful. But it was also a place that some say disgusting acts were occurring. Underage women performing, quote, massages for billionaire Jeffrey Epstein and his friends. That, according to these court documents that were recently unsealed. Get to these are clothes. depositions of interviews that were released by the courts. And, and it doesn't mean that they're all true. And so we have to assume a presumption. Of no, they're lying with you. They're lying with the one in New Mexico. Now, we know he had about four of these places all around the world. But they're lying about New Mexico. It only took place on the island or New York or London. But here in New Mexico, you guys run a straight ship. After all, it's Dollar Bill Richardson, right? innocence here. And these were not regular massages. The accusers say the acts involved nudity, sex acts, and sex toys, and at times, underage girls. One of the powerful that is accused of visiting Jeffrey Epstein's mansion is former New Mexico Governor Bill Richardson. May he burn in hell. May he burn in hell. Not only that, he's the reason lap dances are $40, the fat, ugly Democrat slob that he always was. In the meantime, Let's go to our own notable Bill Richardson ally, some call president. My friends on the other side have done nothing with that. Over and over, I've asked for resources to step up action at the border. In October, I asked Congress to fund for funding that would add another 20 additional, 22,000 additional border. Oh, don't do the numbers, you, you, you senile old coward. Don't do the numbers. In the meantime, some of us actually have on tape exactly how you started this ball of rolling, knowing You'd want to do what all these Democrat sewers are doing. Use the failure and the implosion to raise more money. President Biden is addressing immigration right away. He already signed an executive order to stop construction of the border wall. Now, he's also asking, working, uh, he's also working on pausing deportations and safeguard, safeguarding the DACA program. Immigration. She reads good. She must have went to CPS. Attorney Alex Ozels joins us live with more on what we need to know. Alex, good morning. Thank you so much for joining us. Good morning. What do we know about the president's plan to provide a path to citizenship? 
So if you're living in the U.S. as of January 1st, 2021, you have an eight-year path to citizenship. Now, first, you have to get a five-year path to a green card. So if you're Put paying your left foot in, take your left foot out. In the meantime, if you get here, we give you $2,500 in gift card. We'll give you an apartment. It doesn't go so well, though, for the cities where they live. In fact, it's chaos. And what do they do then? What do they do then, Squirrel? When I started the job, I kept talking about the need for deal with the, with the environment. So we don't have a problem. Anybody think climate's not a problem? Raise your hand. <laughs> now, normally, Squirrel, he saves that for young girls. But you got to hear it now because we'll divert you to the real existential threat. No, it's not the goat Casanovas that yell Aloha snack bar as they rape children and women and behead them. It's climate change. You guys are really fooling me. 312-642-5600. Marxists, socialists, and communists are not welcome on The Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. I just saw Governor Porky Pink all excited about Nexan. What's that company? Oh, they do solar. Are they going to move into Prudential? You know, insurance, financial legacy in Chicago since the 50s. They're going to take over that building, right? Not so much. Some phony company you could run out of a garage. Another scam. That's all they know. Scams. Margo Burridge. Hey, Sean, I just want to remind everybody that Bill Richardson is not a good guy from way back. He's a real close buddy of Bill Clinton and so close that he was the creep that procured her, procured Monica Lewinsky for Bill Clinton. Ooh, procured. That's a good word. How is, why, she was, she was, you know, this is a story that fascinates me and I'll tell you why. Most of us have college age or we know young kids. She was 20 years old. 20. Mm -hmm. You know, the media tries to fluff it and make it like she was 22. It had gone on for at least three years. She might have been 19. Her father, a political Democrat who donated a lot of money to these scum lowlifes, got his daughter a job as an intern at the White House, and the president molested her. And this is normal? These are the scum of the earth, which is why Bill Richardson and Epstein, they're all interwoven. They're all scum. Every single one of them. Honestly, they are. I mean, it isn't like, I'll tell you what, I'll give Willie Brown credit. At least Kamala Harris was in his 30s before he defiled her. Thank you very much. Well, that's right. That's right. And you know, she was a woman and she worked her way up that legal office ladder the old fashioned way. Prudential, I'm sure, produced some of that. Chuck and Delavan. Hey, uh, three weeks ago, a a city councilman woman caught them trying to. Now, wait a minute. You already confused me. Is it a transvestite? Are we talking about the CEO of United? Who the hell are you talking about? A man or a woman here? She's a councilwoman, and she all caught right. them driving white buses up, and they were going to drop them off in Harvard. She had them all put on the bus coming out of uh, Harvard. They they were in Woodstock. So so 15 days ago, they dropped off 15 aliens in Whitewater, and you can check and you can Google it. Uh, and what happened was is we don't have a train to send them to Chicago. First of all, I want to tell you also Aloha Snack Bar. Oh, so yeah. anyway, man, oh, man. <laughs> all right. So go, you were going to complain about 15 illegal aliens. Are you out of your mind? That's Chicago. There's 400,000. You're, you're talking about 15. You think you're going to get sympathy here? No, 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 no. 1,500. Oh, 1,500. Oh, all right. So they've been breaking into the houses around Lake Geneva. Well, if sure. you got a house in Lake Geneva, you better get up there and check it out. And oh. last Wednesday, there was six guys jumped into a car when somebody went in to buy a pack of cigarettes 
in downtown Lake Geneva. The car ended up in Gurney, Illinois, and it was stripped down to the bones. These Chuck, people are here. They're hungry, and they're, they need warmth and food and freedom. And they obviously need your luxury mansion and your Mercedes. I love it! Vote Democrat. Guaranteed destruction and failure. And then my favorite part is they pretend like they are helping you. Agents and officers, hundreds of new immigration judges to make the judgments on the spot. A new new detection equipment to stop fentanyl from coming into the country. You're doing great. And I must have 17 stories from the weekend of guys the Cook County prosecutors let out on the streets and went and killed and robbed and raped other people. You guys are great. Keep going. That's why just take your fracking states and leave us good people alone. Will you please? Uh, Jeff and Wheaton. Sean, thank you so much for taking my call. You are on fire, my friend. You are all over it. I hate the weekend. Like, I hate the weekend. Two days, I don't get to do this. It. Like Governor Jelly Belly on a box of Krispy Kreme donuts. Ooh. And for those that aren't from Illinois, you're all over it like a Democrat on a tax hike. Nice. You covered nice. so many topics. I don't even know where to begin, but let me just, I, I really want to get into this see you next Tuesday neocon, because what's amazing to me is the Democrats are pumping and jumping. And, oh, Nikki Haley could beat Donald Trump. She is polling nationally at the same level as Marianne Williamson, which all you hear is crickets on the left. I think we'd be better off with Marianne. At least Marianne is in a a prostitute to uh, the military-industrial complex. And I'll bet you there's only one candidate in the race, in fact, that has ever run for president since the 19th century who can tell you this answer. Um, What was the cause of the United States Civil War? Well, don't come with an easy question or anything. I mean, I think the cause of the Civil War was basically how government was going to run. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Brilliant! She's brilliant and the only one that could beat the dimwit in diapers. Your taxes, if you haven't been deported, you can pass background checks, all this stuff. Then you can qualify for the five-year green card. Now we got all that stuff. And three years later, record-setting amounts, what we think, Guesstimates, because you never really know the numbers, because it's all illegal and off the books, kind of like all the Democrat scallywag voter rolls. It turns out it could be in excess of 11 million people. And who's the bad guy here? And I love people who say the blood of liberty. Or excuse me, the, excuse me. Go get your notes and figure out why no. your socks are wet, you stupid son of a dog. Lawrence in Chicago. Hey, how are you, Sean? Splendid. You know, uh, voter apathy, that's the problem. I am calling from downtown Chicago, the murder capital of the United States. People talk about Chicago as a hellhole. No, it is the murder capital of the United States. Uh, Chuck Gowdy, ABC7, did a fair piece on my, oh. uh, my charge that they put on me. I think I may have shared with you last week. Yes. Uh, a felony because I refuse to sit down with the FBI. And I yes. refuse to take a uh, guilty plea because I'm not guilty. I stood up courageously. I'm not a coward. And I stand up because I have empathy for the voiceless. I love and it. If we don't wake up and simple things, uh, Sean, we got to tell people, kiss. Keep it simple, stupid. Yeah, and we need to get people at the polls. I'll tell you what, though, Lawrence, I agree to a certain extent. But then again, when you look around Chicago, do you really need more Democrats participating in anything? Thank you very much. I like the way he thinks, though. And he's a brave man taking on the system. Larry in Oak Forest. 
Hey, Sean, I was wondering, you know, a minute ago on the news, a lady said that uh, the unemployment rate went up here in Illinois. I don't get it because everywhere I go, I see signs hiring. They're almost begging for people. How come they're... they're <clears throat> so this is really this, this is really here. important. This is an important thing, really. And I'm, I, I want to be absolutely serious with you for one second. Over the last 20 years, the way in which that they have normalized the welfare rules and manipulated those numbers to take people off of the of the numbers that could be counted for unemployment is diabolically brilliant from the standpoint of hiding fact and now they have the the, the mass of society believing unemployment is at record lows at the same exact time welfare is at record highs and they've managed to backdoor normalize welfare this is something you and i would would are never going to accept because we were raised in this country when it understood and had some integrity in at least the economic numbers. And now those days are gone, Larry. So all of those numbers, are all, the, the way in which they do it is a magic math that would have made Bernie Madoff smile. He's so irritated he didn't think of it. Uh, he could have died maybe a successful legacy and one of the greatest traders in the world because that's what he did. He funged the math. He took off what he didn't want to count. And he showed you what he wanted. If he would have been a senator... They would have named a building after him. Thank you very much, Larry. And that's the scam. Why is it? How come nobody asked? Gee, the stock market's at record levels. Well, why is the national debt? Gee, earnings are up. Why are the welfare rolls up? Why is the amount of money we pay on everything up? And nobody wants to do that. Because you have to legitimize this absolute fraud and dimwit and scallywag. Secretary Buttigieg. Pete turned 30 today. <laughs> See, you know what's fun? You can almost tell when he's reading and, uh, when he's, uh, and when he's speaking off of the cuff. Secretary Buttigieg. There you go. Commander and thief. 312-642-5600. He's Sean Thompson. Hello, Mr. Thompson. And this is the Sean Thompson Show on AM 560. The answer. AM 560. The answer. Freedoms and what people could and couldn't do. What do you think the cause of the Civil War was? I mean, I think it always comes down to the role of government. I wouldn't vote for her ever under any circumstances because I will not vote against myself. That's why I've never voted Democrat. I wouldn't do it. And they're banking on you and the ability to get you and corral you into the position where you're forced to do it. That's the game of the duopoly of corruption. Now, Donald Trump made some big mistakes, big mistakes. And he isn't the normal Republican. There's no question about it. But he delivered when it came to peace. He delivered when it came to economic freedom. The rest of it is irrelevant. Because what you see now is what happens when you keep promoting these roaches from the inside. And in the meantime, when is enough enough? You think you just got threatened by the Middle Eastern illegal alien? You didn't get threatened by him. You got threatened by the President of the United States. And I love people who say, the blood of liberty, or excuse me, the, excuse uh-huh. me, the tree of liberty is water with the blood of patriots. Well, guess what, man? I didn't see a whole lot of patriots that are out there walking around making sure that we have these weapons. Well, and if you really want to worry about the government, you need an F-16. Near an F-16. First of all, I don't know what the hell he said in the middle. Neither does he because he's riddled with dementia and stupidity. 
and corruption. But in the meantime, you know who didn't need an F-16? The Taliban. The Taliban didn't need an F-16, and you gave them a country and $85 billion worth of weapons that are killing our boys today through those other goat Casanovas, theocrats called the Iranians and the Houthi and the Blowfish, not your vice president. In the meantime, you're threatening Americans, and you're deploying the federal government on Texas as they try to stop the illegal aliens, and yes, the ones from the Middle East and all around the world that we're in wars with from coming into our country. And you've got the audacity to pretend that climate change is the biggest threat? When I started the job, I kept talking about the need for a deal with the, with the environment. So we don't have a problem. Anybody think climate's not a problem? Raise your hand. <laughs> yeah. I'll raise my hand and I'll slap the taste out of your mouth. And I'll prove how every one of your answers is a money laundering kickback scheme to you and your corrupt ass party. Right, Bill Richardson? Pedophile? Neil LaGrange, you just made it. Sean, I have to agree with you. But when you were talking about the duopoly and they force you into voting for things you don't want to vote, the 2020 new election cycle, I had to pull a Democratic ballot for the first time in my life for the primary to yeah. get rid of Berrios and get rid of Newman, Marine Newman, that lefty. Didn't Berrios, what's, Berrios was embroiled, was embroiled in a scandal. Did he win? No, no, no. Was it, maybe the, maybe it was 20, whatever, oh, whatever, yeah. yeah that I, was 18. It was 18, I think, yeah. Well, I thought it was 20 because. Oh, my God. Berrios has been a crook. Barrios has been a nope. crook for 20 years. I don't know when they finally admitted it, but maybe when it got too but big then, for them to deny it anymore, but go ahead. Right, but then you had Marie Newman, who uh, was just this left. She was only in for one term, and they hated her so bad that they they got you know they put her and Caston up against each other. Yeah, Neil, I'm going to tell you something right now. Until we get into a position where good Americans understand, when someone admits to being a Democrat, they're admitting to being a yep. member of the organized syndicate. The only organized syndicate that has successfully infiltrated all aspects of our government because the biggest story is the one that never gets talked about. And that is the fact that the Hillary Clinton campaign manufactured a scandal and then Obama two misused two years, two year, three, whatever, they impeached him on it. And then the, the Obama administration misused the FISA court to surveil a candidate. This is and a scandal that... This is ha this is twice the scandal that Richard Nixon was impeached for or, or, or threatened to be impeached and resigned. This is double that, triple, quadruple. And now you think it's normal. And what happened to the feds? What happened to the feds that all orchestrated and partook in it? What happened to them? They all got raises. That's how you know the system is corrupt. And it needs to be torn asunder. Not you voting for Nikki Frecken Haley, who was a bust out nine months ago. Now, Boeing, who's riddled in scandal, put her on the board and she's worth $10 million? How'd that work? Because she's a political whore like the rest of them. We'll be back after this. He said you are a whore, and he speaks the truth. This is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560. The answer. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merck. He's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. 
With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. This looks like a job for me, so everybody just follow me, because we need a little controversy. To have the right perspective of what we have been experiencing for the last seven years, really. My next guest is exactly who we need to speak to. You see, he's an author or editor of books relating to intelligence, political warfare, public diplomacy, terrorism, and subversion. But he's been doing this for decades. He is the president of Georgetown Research, a political risk and private intelligence company located in Washington, D.C. He's also a senior analyst for strategy at the Center for Security Policy. He's the author of a new book, which is a book that sounds absolutely fantastic and something we all need to read. It's called Big Intel, How the CIA and FBI Went from Cold War Heroes to Deep State Villains. He is Dr. J. Michael Waller. Dr. Waller, thank you for joining me. How are you? Hey, Sean. It's great to be here. I am so disgusted with the idea that we are victims of our own government. You know, I am intellectual, real kind of, they call it a psyop, but it's, it's, it's more pervasive than that because what we're really a victim is not just the, 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 the issue at hand, it's also the intellectual subversion of the American principles that nauseates me as I watch more and more Americans willingly become serfs to a government we know is riddled in scandal and incompetence, if I'm kind. How do we get back that American ideology of the government works for me? and not me for it. Well, it's really up to each one of us. I mean, it's easy to feel powerless when you're up against all of this, but think of the times when, maybe not you, but but a lot of us kind of go along with the latest vocabulary and changes of words and and meanings. And, and, you know, there are people who change these words on us for a reason to change the way we think. So when you said PSYOP, psychological operation, that's exactly what they're doing to us bit by bit by bit. And we end up even those of us who don't believe in it or want to go along with it end up falling into it. So it, so it starts with, with ourselves and then, and then it can move outward from there. Just don't go along with this current that's against us. What's interesting to me is how people philosophically think government is an entity rather than people. And when you realize that these people are often self-enriching and self-aggrandizing and you realize the legacy of these people and the institutions that they control now, but, where they were a party to years and years ago, it's astonishing to me how many communist sympathizers, how many government supremacists, how many people who have never, ever even been brought up on some massive atrocities and misuse of power occupy the FBI and the CIA. Now, it's different for me. I grew up in in an Italian community outside of Chicago. We always knew they were incompetent. We called them the federal or forever bothering Italians or the Federal Bureau of Incompetence as they were a quarter mile away from the Democrat, Chicago Democrat mafia headquarters. And they didn't care for 50 years. But at this point, it's not just incompetence to me. It's intentional subversion into creating this gangster government. How do you see it? Yeah, and it, it crept up. It didn't start that way, but it ended up being that way. Uh, I mean, the FBI uh, started out as just fighting it was a it was just a, a small bureau within the Justice Department to fight interstate crime. And then this young man named John Edgar Hoover, right after World War One, started going after communists and anarchists, rounding them up and deporting them back to Russia. 
And then ultimately he became head of the Bureau, what became the Bureau of Investigation. So the FBI started out defending our principles, defending our founding principles. And even as J. Edgar Hoover kept saying, they're taking over your churches. They're taking over your schools. They're taking over everything. The communists are. And, and, and they're taking over our Christian heritage as a country. This is the way the FBI director actually spoke. So he set it up for all his faults to defend the American way. Yeah, and the, the problem comes in when they do that and then they they sell you that. I mean, aside from the fact he did it in panties. The whole time they did that, they also misused a certain amount of power. But they had something that was unusual to me. They were building dossiers on people to intimidate and control in the future. And now we have an example of incompetence. So you see the great city of Chicago, once great city of Chicago that has been infiltrated by the Sinaloa cartel and the drugs that run amok and the gangs that offshot from it. And for some reason, they can never figure out how to stop the money. So aside from ignoring that incompetence level, when you see the kind of government subversion taking place in the idea that a, a dossier was created by a political campaign adopted by the Federal Bureau of Investigation and used against an American citizen in the misuse of the FISA judgment, but then still, after he was president, to raid his house for, for classified documents. I mean, this can we pull it back at this point? Or is there enough toothpaste out of the tube we can never get it back in? We can pull it back if we have, uh, if the next president is focused and organized with a plan ready to go, right after election day on the transition and the right team to make it happen. Yes, then it can be pulled back. Now, you you have been dealing with this for decades, decades. And, and I'm finding it fascinating how you were, um, you're really the founding editorial board member of NATO's peer review defense strategic communications. This is something that's been bothering me for decades, the money laundering scheme that we have been paying for for decades, whether it be IMF Bank or NATO or the rest of it, do you think the American people want to be aware of exactly how wasteful, corrupted, and incompetent this foreign policy is in this country? That was the beauty. I think Donald Trump had some faults. Believe me, I did it, in particular as last year. However, what he was able to do was stop the bleeding, although it seems to be very temporary, to exactly the failed and corrupt foreign policy we've been victimized for at least the last 50 years. What do you think? Well, what he did even more important was he changed the whole terms of debate. He changed the terms of how everybody thinks because really the, the Republicans, conservatives even sort of went along with the U party line about uh, the globalist institutions that were really set up to fight the spread of communism, spread of Soviet communism in the Cold War, but kept on going after communism collapsed and became this sort of, supranatural globalist gangster system that we have now that's preying on us. What Trump did was he changed the whole focus on that. So whatever anybody wants to fault him on for anything else, he, he changed that. So now all yeah. those terms of debate are shifted. And now he can move ahead again if he wins in November. It appears to me that the CIA... to win. Yeah, yeah, that's the other thing. You're exactly right. But it appears to me that the CIA has been at the nucleus of a lot of major, major scandals, not just domestically, but in foreign policy, yet they always come out on the winning ticket, the winning side. A story broke only a couple of weeks ago that 50 cents out of every dollar that goes into the Pentagon is unaccounted for. And it just it's just error. It just gets said and nothing is done for it. And the CIA, um, what exactly do they do? Because they seem to be unaware of a lot of nefarious activity around the world, be it the Hamas uh, and the attack on Israel, 
or what Iran was going to do with the money and the weapons we left behind in Afghanistan and the money we gave them through the Biden administration. Is it just a, 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 a fact of incompetence or have they learned the system of the Chicago Democrat that failure is their ally as the more government fails, the more power and money it gets? Well, I think it's a mixture of both. I mean, they, they couldn't predict, they didn't predict first the, the Soviet hydrogen bomb. They got the Vietnam War completely wrong. They got, they got, you know, the, they didn't predict the collapse of the Soviet Union. They thought it couldn't happen. They didn't predict 9-11 or so many other of these, these things. So that it's, they, they thought, they even said that the, the Russians would take over Kiev, Ukraine in one to four days, just two years ago. So it's yes, that's, strategic that's a, failure. That's my favorite failure one, yeah. failure. Yeah. yeah, now they do get some things right, but it's all such groupthink, and and these are all people who are who are trained and educated at our most quote prestigious universities. So imagine the stuff they're being taught. They bring that into government to analyze what's going around the world to inform our leaders so they can make decisions based on this huge intelligence budget we have. When really, you know, I, I had a lot of. Uh, uh, current and future CIA analysts and agents as my students when I was a graduate school professor. Some of them were first rate. A lot of them didn't last in the CIA. Uh, no. But some of them were, 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 you know, you give them a gentleman's C as a grade, and, and they went on to, to burrow right into the system and stay there. You wouldn't even want them in your class. Well, their they're corruption or, and or incompetence, whatever you prefer, is immune, yeah. is immune to evidence fact and history this is something i find astonishing we have known for decades exactly how interwoven they were with the distribution and, and, and logistics of drug cartels this is something that never is mentioned and if it does people feel they have to whisper when we talk about mina arkansas and the relationship between the clintons and barry seal and all the rest of it yet it just goes away and that's the part that i find more than aggravating that's the part that I find disheartening, because if we allow these scandals to go unmentioned, what's to stop future scandals and worse ramifications than what we've already lived through? Oh, sure. I mean, look, at you had the, 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 head, the head of Russian counterintelligence for the FBI's biggest field office in New York just got four years in prison for what? For colluding with the Russians. <laughs> you, know, you, have, you have all kinds of stuff where you got a lot of bad actors in our system that are not purged out. But you know what, Scott? It's more than incompetence. It, it is intent. Yeah. A it lot is. of it is and intended to be this way, where failure is part of the intent on some of these people. Some of them are real public servants who are really trying to do the right thing. But when you have people who stand to, to they're either bad actors because they don't believe in America anymore. They don't believe in our founding principles. They think we're a bad country. We're a racist country. We deserve our decline because we're based on racist principles by racist dead white men. Going back to Greco-Roman and biblical times throughout history and then up to the American founding. And if you have a CIA and an FBI that's staffed by these people who don't believe in our country anymore, they're going to do what they can to take us down. Do you know why I'm so also aggravated about the, the scandals that they've been able to sidestep? is that when you look at the money system and you look at the billions and billions of dollars in the drug trade in this country and you look at the destruction that it's been able to have because it has a political pass in these Democrats who are areas like Chicago, the reality is when you take a look deeper into it and you, you can find this from other countries and documentaries and written uh, research and fact and even allegations by some oligarchs who are no longer favored, when you see the relationship between the Middle East theocrats 
And you see the leaders of these terrorist organizations and the interwoven nature with the Central and South American cartels, all making a fortune, all living in Qatar. And yet, when we go to war, we go to war with soldiers and nobody touches the oligarchs. It reminds me how Gaddafi was able to acquire a billion three in his checking account while his family lived in Paris. I mean, do the people want it to stop? And do you think politically we can make our buffoons calling themselves Republicans or representatives to be aware of this and to take off the snake's head? There is so much foreign money that has corrupted our political process and our bureaucratic process in Washington that it'll be extremely hard to do. Trump took a big step during his four years to break the back of Qatar. You mentioned Qatar, uh, which is sponsoring Hamas. They were sponsoring Al-Qaeda. They were sponsoring Taliban. So they were hosting our military base on the one hand for Central Command, and then they were sponsoring the terrorists who were killing our people. But the leaders of our country did not want to make an issue of the fact that they were killing our people because then they'd have to do something about it, and we needed that base. So they made us dependent on them so that they could then whack us. It's so infuriating. And they're corrupting our they're corrupting our Democrat, Republican, liberal and conservative, even MAGA people have been on the take from Qatar. And it undermined Trump's wonderful Riyadh speech. Remember the, the yes. throw them out speech that he made yes. To, yes. to go after the jihadis. And then you know, the Saudis were digging to take Qatar. They were going to make it that peninsula. They were going to turn it into an island. It was great. But then there were people in the system who just ground that down and undid uh, what what the Trump there was probably the most brilliant strategic plan of the whole Trump administration, and it it, it just eluded George Bush, it eluded Barack Obama, it eluded them for twenty years. It, you know, and and this is the part when a meathead real estate broker who's a part time radio host can have a discussion, and we go over this scandal, and no elected Republican wants it to discuss it, and in fact they work tirelessly hard to keep out the only president that ever openly discussed it. She tells me that this system that misappropriates 50 cents out of every dollar in the Pentagon wants to misappropriate 75 cents, and that's the real goal, and that's why the beat goes on. What do you say? Yeah. Oh, and, and so imagine the Pentagon's misappropriating half of, of what <laughs> we're paying for. That's just what they're misappropriating. That's not the other waste that is accounted for, and it's allowed. The, the waste in the Pentagon is colossal. Yeah. The, 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 the bad, just we have a bad strategy, so we, we need all this stuff and all this personnel and everything else to fund an obsolete Cold War strategy. That we, don't even, we haven't even rethought this stuff, so I think no. we could have a much better military, much better military to defend Absolutely. our interests worldwide for about a quarter of the cost. You know, maybe we should stop sending 18-year-olds and start sending 50-year-olds. Maybe that'd help. Um, but in the meantime... I, I've, I've been a fan of yours. I, I'm reading the books you've you've uh, worked on. You've been a professor. You've been involved in all of these research centers. And I'm wondering, Dr. J. Michael Waller, even though you've written a wonderful book called Big Intel, how the CIA and FBI went from Cold War heroes to deep state villains, did you ever have a nine months that Nikki Haley had working for Boeing? What'd she make, nine million? Yeah, yeah. yeah uh, I've never been invited on any corporate board. And, and, and the... Yeah. Uh, I was doing some small work for the, for the military, and I was uh, I was cut off at the knees uh, yeah. because I I was too independent minded. So yeah. Oh, if you're a rhino and you get along, you you get rewards. There's a whole wonderful system of rewards in Washington D.C. So like we were saying before, you don't hear these politicians that they don't want to call out Cutter. 
They yeah. didn't want to call out the Saudis before when the Saudis were sponsoring this terrorism against us because there's too much cash in it for them and for, for the vested interests that, that, that keep them in power. So, yeah, if you want to be a, if you want to go from a Tea Party Republican to a liberal Republican um, then, and get rich, I mean, that's how you do it. And that, that's exactly what Nikki Haley did. Which is why I want to add a subtitle to your book. Deep State Villains, and they deserve it. But in the meantime, the new book is called Big Intel, How the CIA and FBI Went from Cold War Heroes to Deep State Villains. Where do you prefer my listeners purchase your book? Oh, they can do it at Amazon. They can do it on you know Books A Million, on uh, Barnes & Noble, and it's going to be for sale. Sometimes it is already in Costco. Doctor, I appreciate you for having the courage to write the book. Truly, I do. And uh, I'm looking forward to going through the book, and I especially appreciate you making time for me. Thank you very much. Scott, it's great to be with you. Thanks so Any, much. Anytime. Thank you. 312-642-5600. He believes in freedom, capitalism, and individual liberty. And because of that, he's become an enemy of the state. He's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. Yes, squirrel. I caught it. Jim in Campton Hills caught it too. Hi, Jim. Hey, Charles. Happy New Year. If you're late, but yeah, but no way I respect that because when you talk to someone you respect, you don't want to correct them. And you know what? You could be in pretty good Scott Thompson as well as a Sean Thompson. Yeah, I think hey. I was. My mom was fifty-fifty. She went with Sean. No, that's all right. <laughs> You know how many girls in the 90s I told my name was Mike Budacek to? Please. I could perform well, under any you, conditions as long as I get what I want. Hey, I got one for you. What's the difference between a porcupine and the FBI, CIA? Oh, boy. You can reason with a porcupine? I don't know. <laughs> well, with the FBI and the CIA, the pricks are on the inside. Oh. <laughs> oh bump, bump, bump. Thank, Thanks, thank you very much, Jim. I get it. Lloyd and Gary, Indiana. Hey, Sean, how you doing tonight? Hey, I'm Wonderful. being facetious, but it kind of fits. I was going to say, Nikki Haley is Mitt Romney and drag. I mean, they're both rhinos. You never yeah. see either one of them in the same place at the same time. But Nikki Haley does not think she's going to be Christ next life. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Uh, Craig, I'm on Greenwood. Hey, Sean, thanks for taking my call. Thanks for making it. You're hitting it. As usual, brother, you, you hit it day in and day out, man. We appreciate you a lot for uh, what you do there. Thank hey, you. So uh, this um, Darren Beatty from the, at the Revolver News, and everything, he's break, breaking uh, just in the last day or so because he got information from a senator and that uh, footage from the uh, Jason all surrounding Yeah, the, I saw um, it. I mean, I saw, first of all, I saw it three years ago. I mean. Yeah, but no, no. The, the part about yeah. this that's so interesting is, They've done everything to take and hide that and basically get make it go away. Because I believe when they look at the footage and they'll see that so much you're, planning and so many acts what they were doing with that goofy uh, fake bomb stuff. You're from Mount Greenwood, man. You know how these Democrats operate. Come on, this is modus operandi. In the meantime, people know. Here's I got a clip. This is a great clip. I didn't think I would use it. I actually just grabbed it over the weekend. And this is a guy who's a, a, a well-known, low-life Democrat asset apparatchik. And he made a name for himself, ironically, by being bribed by the competition. To, this is way back in the, I, I think, the 70s with Ralph Nader. In the 70s, to, to get rid of a car that at the time 
was arguably one of the safest on the road, even to today's standards, standards called the Corvair. And Ralph Nader made a living by being by creating a, 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 a 501c3 and pretending to be an advocate for the consumer, for the people. In the meantime, Ralph Nader is worth tens of millions of dollars. Ralph Nader's always been a scumbag, but he's always been a great asset to know how the mafia protects itself by creating and bribing people to pretend to be warriors of righteousness. Here's Ralph Nader in 96. Well, let's talk about Steve Forbes just for a second here. Boy, he's making news. Running ahead in the uh, race. Some polls have him leading here. Steve Forbes. <laughs> the magazine man. Ralph, what's wrong with a guy spending his own money and saying he wants to be president? At least he's not going to take bribes. He's already rich. Now, the reason I play this clip is that Steve Forbes was Trump before Trump. Uh, the difference was that Steve Forbes had a history of being very, very fiscally conservative. He was an easy target because he was an heir to a fortune. Now listen to Ralph Nader and tell me how you can distinguish this from anything being said about Trump today. <laughs> Mr. Nader. Well, he spent all his life representing big, powerful corporations. When they conflict with the interests of workers, small business, small taxpayers, consumers, that's the first thing you want to know. I mean, someone once said about Steve Forbes, he was born with a silver spoon in his mouth and a silver lining to his diaper, and that he inherited over $400 million. There's nothing wrong with that if you use it to fight for an average person in this country. But he's a Wall Street insider. He runs a big magazine, Forbes magazine, full of sniping mistakes and uh, selling the editorial pages to advertisers uh, we call it selling the editorial pages to ever you mean like the news cnn all of the rest of ms msnbc nbc pick one abc how they sell the news to everything from big pharma to the military industrial complex how they're assets then by ralph nader's logic right maybe he's on to something huh squirrel Fibs magazine. The key is, where does he get the where does he get the cachet to say to people in New Hampshire, I have stood for people who are, have confronted injustice time and time again. He hasn't. He stood for big fat businesses, the big mega corporations, and this flat tax is a great tax cut for the rich and powerful and for the Forbes family. Do you know this flat tax only taxes working people? That if so does the progressive income tax. And what Steve Forbes wanted to do back then is implement a system in which people could become his competition and be rich. What Ralph Nader wants to do is implement a system where you never can, unless, of course, you're part of the oligarch class, where you get a 501c3 or LLCs to give you money the way they gave Ralph Nader money. Ralph Nader became worth millions of dollars, never paying the right income tax of a progressive tax. See, they've worked tirelessly to circumvent the taxes that you are subjected to. And that's the scheme. So Ralph Nader is going to pretend to care for the working man. Yet since Ralph Nader has not only made his money, what has happened to the working man under the vast majority, in fact, only progressive taxes? What's happened to him? You sit around getting huge amounts of money from capital gains and, and, and interest and dividends, no tax whatsoever. It's a well, that's a lie. Of course you pay tax. And it, you pay the most pervasive tax. You're double taxed. You're taxed on money you already paid taxes on. 
and they call it capital gains. Well, it's your capital. But this is too much in the weeds. A flat tax that, that uh, everybody wanted to implement, but mainly Forbes, is the answer to make us all very financially independent. And that's the game Ralph Nader doesn't want you to see. Because through this now tax system, corrupt political mafia members can give carve-outs so you partake in their schemes like green energy. You see, you're all bribing, you're, you're paying and subsidizing the purchase of items none of us want or would ever buy, like solar panels, which is the big revitalization of Illinois, right? As a scam company who's been at the root of numerous scandals in the solar world is now being subsidized once again. It's almost like Chinese batteries. But then again, Ralph Nader was always a whore to protect corrupt car companies, corrupt industries. He's the perfect Democrat. 17% guaranteed to create a $300 billion deficit, and it doesn't have a flat effect on everyone. Not if you have a home mortgage interest payment every month. Not if you get employer-based health insurance. So now all of the Democrats that were nodding in the Phil Donahue Chicago audience, most of whom were renters, what's their, what's their write-off for rent? How does it work? See, what they don't want is honesty and integrity and a system that is fair and equal to everybody, because then they couldn't circumvent it through their LLCs. Not to mention Joe Biden and his crack-smoking, dimwit, sister-in-law, banging son and brother and, and, and sister couldn't create over 20 LLCs to have money laundering schemes. In fact, what they're going to do is what they always do, make it harder for the honest man and more complex so that K Street lobbyists and accountants all, all make a ton of money, and you don't. It's a great system if you can get in on it. And people kind of knew it. They knew where it was going. And some people know the answer. See, the answer isn't to pretend that we're going to win if you get Nikki Haley or any other Republican in. You're not. You're only going to win if you understand the principle. That the Congress is simply unwilling to give attention to many issues which it knows the people are concerned with and uh, which issues involve restrictions upon the federal government's own power. I think the founders foresaw that, and they provided this method in order to enable a convention to remedy that. If the only way to get that convention is to take this minimal risk, then uh, I think it is a reasonable risk to be undergone. The alternative is, con is continuing with a system that provides no means of obtaining a, a constitutional amendment except uh, through the uh, kindness of the Congress, which has uh, demonstrated that it does not want to have uh, any other way to get a constitutional amendment. The Congress knows that the people want more fiscal responsibility, but it is unable to provide it. Now, what we need is some means at the federal level, like Proposition 13, the Constitution has provided it. Uh, I suggest that if the only way to clarify the law, if the only way to uh, remove us from utter bondage to the Congress is to uh, is to take what I think uh, to be a minimal a minimal risk on on this uh, uh, limited convention. Then let's take. I said I listed first uh, among my uh, m m the things I would like to have considered uh, structural issues at the federal level. I, I don't uh, I don't see you're working. You're gonna. They want to play you into this election year nonsense. Donald Trump can put this atrocity on the sideline, but he can't fix it. What can fix it? is the convention of the states. What can fix it is to recognize the federal government is corrupted through and through. And not hang your hopes on an election that we won in 2020. But to understand the real principle and get to high ground. 
See, some people are already in front of you. People are packing up and leaving Illinois, apparently in large numbers. And it may not surprise you that Chicago is losing the most. Roseanne- not anymore. You got a bunch of guys in there. And they're telling you that the money isn't for you anymore. Robert in Bloomingdale. Sean, how are you doing tonight? Splendid. How are you? Well, you know, I like to know what I like to see the names. I want to see the Congress come up with the names on these people who are at Epstein Island, as you were mentioning earlier. That's so disgusting, but I want names. I want to know who is a right as a citizen, who was there, what elected official was there. Oh, come on, Robert. Stop focusing on Epson Island. That's what they want you to focus on. He had four mansions scattered throughout the land. Four. And now we just learned that Bill Richards, longtime ally of Bill Clinton, rubbing elbows with the Bidens and all the rest of it. May he burn in hell. He liked young girls, too. 312-642-5600. Bill Clinton's a rapist. Make money, smoke cigars, and live free on The Sean Thompson Show. On AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. Washington City's working together to help small, small businesses install rooftop solar panels, electric buses, city fleets of all electric buses. Planning, I just met with a lovely woman who uh, knows a little bit about the environment. Going to plant thousands. Who was it? See, he forgot his name, Squirrel, because you know the dementia. Thousands of trees in her city. A million total. A million uh-huh. total. It's going to change, uh, protect against extreme heat. Not so fast. Extreme heat. And so much more. Extreme heat. Aren't you watching the news, dummy? New at 9 o'clock. The cold weather is to blame for another death in Cook County. A 58-year-old woman had a medical emergency early Friday. Come on, Squirrel. If only... We had 1.5 degrees. Maybe she could have lived. Morons. Absolute morons. David and Lansing. Hey, Sean, you were uh, just talking about moving to higher ground. Now, that may be a good choice for many people, going to Iowa and Wisconsin and that. But what I see is, because I track financial markets almost every day, I see people still using woke products. Republicans have just as much money or more than the Democrat electorate. And we, if we got together and just... You're forgetting about how many woke so-called products have a monopoly. Like, let's take ComEd that was riddled in a bribery scandal with a longtime mafia member named Mike Madigan. Guilty beyond the shadow of a doubt. The ComEd guys, they want to do life. What about Mike Madigan's? When, when is his transfer? All October. Well, sure it is. See, that's a conglomerate... You cannot help but use. So this idea, we're going to pick it and not go, fine, don't go, it doesn't matter. By the way, all the decent businesses are closing anyway. Walmart, Walgreens, CVS, all out of these ghettos. And that's the fact. But what about products you can't avoid to buy, like this? Ag trading giant Archer Daniels Midland. Tim, plunging the most ever today. Yeah, this after it suspended its chief financial officer and cut its earnings outlook pending an investigation into its accounting practices. For more, let's bring in Simon Casey's Bloomberg News Managing... Now, let's see... How much uh, money the recipient of welfare money, ADM, ADM, which is a conglomerate, the likes of which it, it, it's a mega conglomerate. I wonder how much money we, the people, have been paying, not just in our own consumption, but through our welfare system and subsidies. 
editor for Energy and Commodities Americas. He joins us here in the Bloomberg studio. So, Simon, what do we know about the accounting probe here? We know that it involves the nutrition unit. They make uh, ingredients for animal food, for human food. What can you tell us? What, what else ADM said, and this came out Sunday evening, which always is a bit alarming. Lucky when companies, you, huh? Yes, lucky us. <laughs> weekend, That's how it works. End of my weekend. Run. No, I like when rich people laugh at financial fraud and the collapse of society. It's, it was fun. But it's serious I, you know, In then, a weird right? way. Um, they said it, uh, as, you, as you point out, the nutrition unit. So just back up a little bit. ADM is this big agricultural trader. It's been around for over 100 years. It's best known for trading, buying and selling corn, soybeans, wheat. It also has these downstream businesses. The nutrition business is something they've tried to build up substantially over the last decade or more. Yeah, they've they made spent, a big acquisition, yeah, right? they've made several big acquisitions, particularly one back in 2014, I think it was, Wild Flavors, $3 billion, the biggest deal they've ever done. And they've been trying to grow this business, but they kind of hit a bit of a wall. It hasn't really fulfilled the, the highest expectations. Um, so with that- And who's in charge of this? Who's in charge to make sure this kind of skullduggery, misappropriation, and this uh, acquisition of a monopoly doesn't happen? The government. Same government that doesn't let other businesses get together. But ADM has been really creating a monopoly in the entire food industry for decades, all because they have the favoritism of government. And now they missed magic math that may, may make Enron look like an appetizer. And in the meantime, it got me to thinking, well, who do they employ? Once again, they employ people, people like Paul Lisnick. Oh, yes. See, he's not just a slip and fall pretend lawyer or political commentator for WGN. Turns out he was a, uh, a regulator of sorts for the government. Uh, because it's the, some of the defendants in that case who are making it an issue and who are bringing it to the forefront. But by the way, one of the things that you that you mentioned is sort of important here, which is whatever happens here, and whatever Pawnee Wills is or isn't doing with this member of her prosecution team should have no effect on the Trump process. And not just Trump, but the, the several people that are being prosecuted in Georgia right now. Th- there's a motion by several of the defendants saying you got to drop this case because what she's doing inappro- is inappropriate. If it's turned out, turns out that it's inappropriate, she might have to step down from the case. The judge may step in and require some things, and ethics may require it. But it's got nothing to do with the prosecution against Trump and the other allies. That Could will they continue, dismiss the case? it's under felony wills for somebody else. Could they dismiss this case? Well, that's what I'm saying. I don't think they will. They're, going, they're making an effort to do that. That's what the defendants are trying to do. I don't think there's anything here. You know, I was an ethics commissioner for a long time in Illinois, 25 years. He was an ethics commissioner for 25 years. Paul Lisnick! The 25 years Mike Madigan destroyed it, you idiot. 312-642-5600. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's... Sean Thompson, and this is the Sean Thompson Show. This looks like a job for me, so everybody just follow me, because we need a little For decades, people have been warning of the collectivist organization of the world. We have been pointing out here on this show for as long as I've had it, that the Fourth Reich's annual meeting at Eagle's Nest referred to it as Davos is something to be majorly concerned about. This year, however, we had two bright spots, the president of Argentina and the president of Heritage Foundation, Dr. Kevin Roberts, as he looked into the eye of the Fourth Reich and told them exactly 
what it was. One thing that Davos, you might say, and the people come here stand up for is liberal democracy. It's laughable that you would or anyone would describe Davos as protecting liberal democracy. I'll be candid here because I think I've been invited here to be candid. Elites tell us that open borders and even illegal immigration are okay. The average person tells us in the United States that both rob them of the American way of life. Elites also tell us. And that's exactly the way they need to be talked to because they view themselves as elites. They appoint themselves as elites because they are recipients of collectivism government supremacy. My next guest is the vice president of the Heritage Foundation who works tirelessly to put the corrupt genie back in the bottle. He is Derek Morgan, the vice president of Heritage Foundation. How are you, Derek? Sean, I'm great. Thanks for having me on. Well, I've been having you guys on since the very beginning. And the reason is I've been well aware of how you've been fighting the Leviathan. The problem I have is that they operate under the same guise, the same vehicle as a foundation that's, you know, supposed to do good things. When the fact of the matter is we have the, 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 we can trace the collectivism right back to this particular entity called the World Economic Forum. What can the American people do to build upon what the president of Heritage, Dr. Kevin Roberts, did, and you do on a daily basis? What can we do to help you other than tell them what they are on a constant basis? Yeah, I think it's really important, Sean, that we understand what they're trying to do. Uh, Kevin said it best there that they claim that the truth is X when the truth is really Y. And you see that across a lot of issues. I'll name five very quickly. Immigration, you saw that, you heard that clip. Climate change, it's kind of the favorite of the Davos crowd. Uh, public safety, they ignore the fact that there's crime running the streets. China and the CCP, they actually invite them there and give them a platform rather than calling them out. And uh, Kevin also pointed out the World Health Organization trying to impose gender ideology on the global south. So we just have to be aware of these issues and we have to fight back. Now, the reality is this organization, like so many of the others, including the Clinton Foundation or the DNC itself, is riddled in financial crimes, as I see it, but as a kickback scheme of these policies. And I think the people around the world are rejecting it. As in Europe, there's a pushback against this agenda of what I call the eco-Nazis, but because it doesn't work, number one, but number two, it's riddled in financial scandal. Yet here in America, we seem to be on the upswing as both Joe Biden and uh, J.B. Pritzker Talk about building upon the, the schemes that the rest of the world is rejecting. Why is America so late to the dance in rejecting this, in, this self-enriching uh, uh, system of the eco-Nazi? You know, I uh, think, Sean, that we are starting to turn a corner. And in fact, uh, in, this, in this case, in the world, there's been a couple bright spots. You brought up the, uh, the president of Argentina, President Millet. He was excellent at the World Economic Forum, defending capitalism against the collectivists. Uh, you look at Italy, Paraguay, Netherlands, there's some bright spots. And I think that they're running scared a little bit. That's why they invited Kevin. And i got to tell you, Sean, I was surprised when I saw the invitation. We thought it was some kind of joke. Uh, do they have any idea who Kevin is, who the Heritage Foundation is? And, well, um, but we, we, uh, we followed up on it and said, we'd be glad to go there and tell them right to their face that they're the problem. They're not the solution. And uh, you pointed out very well, there's lots of things, uh, lots of reasons they're supporting open borders and crime and climate, and we just got to call them out to their face. Now, the rest of the world, and I don't just say this because of Argentina, but you see it in Europe, the rest of the world is rightfully 
not just acknowledging this culture of corruption, but rejecting it. Everything from Big Pharma and the World Health Organization, the failures of the vaccine and the rest of it. As you see, I had a girl uh, uh, from Parliament. I played a clip of her talking about excess deaths. So when you now were invited to this Davos, you're exposed to the world media. What has been the result of it? Have you seen a massive uptick of interest, like I'm hoping, at the Heritage Foundation? Yeah, we have, uh, especially among folks that have their heads on straight. You know, common sense people across the country. Uh, I'm pleased to be on your show, Sean. Uh, we've been doing some radio shows across the country. You know, it's kind of, I think how that we got on their radar screen is MSNBC or MSLSC as some other radio coach, uh, shows yes. uh, call it. Uh, they've been doing these specials on Project 2025 that Heritage is leading, uh, kind of a, uh, a common sense plan for the next conservative president. They've been doing just uh, episode after episode trying to say that it's going to, you know, enable uh, dictatorship and this, that, and the other thing. So I think they so- sort of figured out who we are, and they wanted to take uh, take a measure of us, and boy, did they get it in full, and Kevin let them have it. Now, in Europe, um, they also are, have suffered the ramifications of this border issue where they think that they can make friends with people who never want to be friends. However, here in America, we have a new threat. Um, where we're recognizing this isn't about people who are trapped in Mexico, who are subjected by cartels. We also have Chinese communists. We have Middle Eastern uh, people who are threatening us. And the rest of the world has kind of moved forward to to stop it. I'm wondering, do, do you think the rest of the world is aware of how America is behind in this issue? And what is it like in Europe? And what was the experience? Do you think that they're going to continue with the nonsense that has already brought danger and crime to their uh, countries? Well, I think that's a big part of what is turning the tide in the Netherlands and Italy and some of these other countries. They're seeing that they just cannot allow just open borders for people to come in. And it's worse in the United States than it is anywhere else. You know, President Biden, uh, he is facilitating all of this illegal immigration. In fact, he's basically uh, opened up the ports of entry and said, you can make an appointment on an app on your phone, and we will give you a court date four or five years into the future. And from this point until that point, you can work legally, have all the documents you want. He's unilaterally changed the law, and he's not enforcing our immigration laws, and it's despicable. Now, the Heritage Foundation has been working to right some some notable wrongs. And one of the main things that you uh, discuss over and over is the regulation, the bureaucracy of regulation put on the people of this country. I'm seeing down here in Florida how it's changed drastically, how they're rejecting a lot of the, uh, the, the eco movements and the subsidies, how the, a lot of the solar companies are being investigated by the state uh, attorney general down here. Um, is this something that you see the, the people of America waking up to, the way in which regulation has been orchestrated as a weapon against people, as in Illinois now in subdivisions, you can't build a new house unless you build this electric thing for your car you never really want to buy. Uh, do you think that once people right. are victimized of this kind of insanity, that there will be a rise up even in such Democrat-controlled areas like Illinois? I think there's real potential there, Sean, because the elites are so completely out of touch. Uh, one of our partnership uh, groups called the Committee to Unleash Prosperity, they just released a poll, and they polled a uh, Voters, and then they also polled who they're calling the elite. And that's basically live in a big city, make a lot of money. You're insulated from, you know, the, the plebeians and what they have to go through. 72% of the elite want to ban gas-powered cars. Only 24% of total voters do. So it's completely the opposite. 
And of course, uh, you know, you can, you can look down uh, gas stove, same thing, or even private air conditioning. 53% of the elites want to eliminate it. Only 13% of voters. Uh, these are people that do not have their heads uh, screwed on straight, or they can just completely ignore it. They don't have to worry about their communities if there's open borders. They have behind gates. They've got private security. Uh, they're completely insulated. And so, uh, you know, when common folks are faced, uh, face-to-face with the, uh, the results of these bad policies, I think they're going to reject them. You know, it's interesting when you, when you are, are looking at the principles of what they used to call conservatism. I remember very early on in the 70s the argument between people and, and the misuse of the word conservatism and some of the most fundamental principled economists kind of rejecting it. Um, and, and, and focusing on the fact that to pigeonhole yourself allows this false curtain of virtue where people could claim it and then never practice it. That reminds me of every Republican that's ever been elected to Congress for the most part. I mean, minus 10%. When you see this Republican Congress continue with the insanity of rubber stamping, continuing resolutions, increasing spending, and celebrating false victories, do you think that the congressional uh, body that claims to be in the majority right now, led by a fungible congressman named Mike Johnson. Do you think they're self-aware of exactly how disgusted people like me are in this country with their actions and incompetence and go along to get along by writing the blank check that is destroying our nation's economy? I think they get the message every time they go home, John, because it's not just you. it's, It's all your listeners that let them know that what's happening in our country is not right. It has to stop. We cannot continue to take out trillions of dollars of deficits year in and year out. Uh, we're writing checks that we just can't cash. Uh, the, the, um, I think that this election will be really crystallizing. You're going to have two very different views of America. Uh, and look, if you have a unified conservative control of the government, I think you can make some real progress. I do want to give a little bit of credit uh, to the House majority this year. They did pass a really good immigration bill it's called H.R. 2. It passed. If it had become law, uh, it could really help with the border crisis. But, of course, it never went anywhere in the Senate, and President Joe Biden would have vetoed it anyway. So I I think um, you're right to be frustrated. We've seen the spending problem in particular. It, for decades, has been a problem. We haven't had a balanced budget in more than a generation at this point. And, unfortunately, I think it might take an external uh, event of one kind or another to get them to have their, uh, their heads screwed on straight on that issue. Are people being made aware of the just how close we are to nuclear war, whether it be um, with Russia or, in fact, Iran now, not to mention some of the other uh, countries that have always found us to be loathsome? Uh, are they also aware that the Clinton Foundation, in the way, ironically, has enriched the nuclear program of Russia, and we may actually be bombed with our own plutonium and uranium and the rest of it? Do you, do you think people are kind of aware of how Hillary Clinton and the Democrats have facilitated this threat that we are now facing when it comes to Russia. And I, I heard uh, Trump this morning talk about a dome for America. I think that is a huge winning ticket. Um, do you think that uh, uh, the body politic as, as in Washington, D.C., understands how rightfully disgusted we are, in particular with this, this nuclear threat we're now facing? You know, I think that... Again, people, I think, are starting to wake up. You see that uh, President Trump's one voice there, certainly. He's talking about missile defense. We've been talking about for decades at Heritage. I know. Why aren't we concentrating on defending our homeland? And we see it over and over again. And we have to reorient all of our foreign policy to what's in the best interest of America. And I have to say that current president's record is truly abysmal. 
leaving scores of billions of dollars of military equipment for the Taliban in Afghanistan. And that was, you know, not even that long ago and people have already started to stop talking about it. I won't stop talking about it. It was completely mishandled and it's going to come back to bite us. And you point out Iran, you point out, uh, you know, China has a huge nuclear arsenal now and they're building it uh, just as fast as they can. And then you have this situation in Russia where you have no in-game plan. Uh, President Biden's not given us any sense of what his strategy is. And it's, uh, it's all very frustrating, but I think you're starting to see people react to it. The emperor has no clothes here. America's got to reorient our foreign policy, our national security around what works for Americans. You know, Derek, we're only three years into this buffoon. He's got another year. But the reality is, as you're talking, you know, and you realize Afghanistan and you see what happened in Afghanistan, who was the first player in there? China. China and the relationship with with Russia, who we had an opportunity to have a decent relationship with. And this illusion that somehow these countries respect this this buffoon calling himself president. But more importantly, what you see is the underworkings of a relationship between China, the Middle East, Russia. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't, I, I, the reality is they, they may not wait for an election to right these wrongs. How tenuous is our situation with the open border, with the threat you saw, and I know you saw it from the clearly Middle Eastern guy, you will know who I am. I mean, do you think mm-hmm. we're going to make it to an election year? before a terrorist attack on our shores? And how are we going to narrow it down? Because it could be somebody all backed by these excess of American-hating nations that the Joe Biden administration ironically traces back the payments from. And at some point, don't the American people have to admit this open and notorious scheme by the Chinese communists who have selectively bought very powerful politicians in this country? You know, the, the Chinese have been very, very strategic about their influence operations in the United States and around the world. And I am very worried, just like you, you mentioned it a few minutes ago, with the open border, there have been tens of thousands of Chinese nationals, just that we know of, not to mention the gotaways or the people that we never laid eyes on in the first place. Uh, that scares me to death. And there's been reports uh, in the media over the last several weeks about some chatter about uh, activities that could happen over the next several months. If, if you're China and you can put in military-age males in the United States as kind of sleeper cells, uh, and the front door is wide open, uh, in one sense, I should, we shouldn't be surprised if they take advantage of that. And so, yes, I'm very, very worried about it. And, you know, I think that uh, when foreign powers sense weakness, they, they jump on it. You'll notice that Russia didn't make a, a move against Ukraine in the last administration, uh, but they did it in this one. And so, uh, like you, I'm very, very concerned about it. Well, there's another fascinating thing when it comes to a word that never is really used anymore, but was used decades ago, called diplomacy. And the fascinating thing is that once you see that the American media starts to isolate, isolate information from leadership, no matter what the country is, then you see that this undergird of our of our so-called intelligence agencies, they work tirelessly to prevent the American people from thinking about why aren't we listening to any dialogue from these so-called leaders. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, the one thing that's different between politicians and people who, who want to succeed in anything, whether it be politics or business, is they talk directly to the most important people. And this notion that the, both Joe Biden and the upper echelon of our government are not talking to, to Vladimir Putin makes me believe they don't want 
to have a, a resolution by diplomacy, that they're interested in profiting from the misappropriation of funds in the Pentagon. And we're going to need somebody from the outside who wants to solve that problem. That's what Donald Trump was really good at. And no politicians are ever good at. And the American people expect them not to be good at it. I'm hoping that they want to build upon the success that Donald Trump brought. Do you think that you're are you hearing that from your people who support you? Because after all, you don't get your money the way the Clinton Foundation does. You don't have Bill go out and give a five hundred thousand dollar speech to corporatists on Wall Street. You have to earn it by the people. So I'm, I, I would be more interested in your opinion of what the people think than a guy with a phony toupee like Frank Lutz. What do you think? <laughs> well, Sean, I'm not much of a painter, but that hasn't stopped the Biden family. So maybe I'll, I'll uh, take up some painting. Um, but, uh, you know, it's, it's bad enough that Joe Biden isn't talking with our adversaries. That is, bad. and you're right, diplomacy is a lost art in that way. He's also not talking to our friends. There is a news story just a couple weeks ago about how he put uh, Israel on ice. Yes. And then when he does talk about Israel, it's about lecturing and hectoring them when they faced an unconscionable attack on, uh, on October 7th. And now we're trying to lecture them about restraint and so forth. So it's uh, upside down where you, uh, you know, berate your friends and you're weak toward your enemies, and it's exactly the wrong way to go. Well, the Heritage Foundation is going to be essential in anything we do with pushing pushing it back. After all, you've been essential for decades. You can find the information at Heritage.org. And they do not have the benefit of uh, intern molester Bill Clinton giving $500,000 speeches. They make their money by you and me donating. So I love the fact that you keep doing it. And really, Derek, please let uh, Dr. Kevin Roberts know how proud of him we all are. It was a fantastic moment that I think will live in infamy, and I think it will be a, it, it is the starting block to really destroy the oligarch meeting of the Fourth Reich in Eagle's Nest, referred to as Davos. Derek Morgan, thank you, and everybody at Heritage Foundation, thank you. Thank you, Sean. Appreciate it. Have a good one. You too. We'll be back with your calls and comments. This is the Sean Thompson Show, where Democrats are always wrong, Republicans are seldom right, and politicians are never, ever to be trusted. On AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. What the hell is that, Squirrel? What the hell is that? Hey, do me a favor, throw that in the never use again file. In the meantime... We covered how Prudential in Chicago since the 50s. He gone. Where you going? But didn't they hear you're bringing in Next Amp? What the hell is that? That's another phony solar company. Like the Fuller Electric, phony electric car companies. One of my favorite uh, things to think about as I hear the, the uh, news in the commercial breaks. And they talk about the stock market. Really? It's the stock market at record highs. Well, so is the national debt. That's the easy one. But what about some of the notable stocks that receive the people's money? Like, say, Lucid. You ever hear of that car company squirrel? It's called Lucid. Ooh, it's a very fancy electric car company. Now they're all designed real nice, like a Maserati. But the reality is they suck. In fact, the, the starting price for a Lucid is 77000 But that's not the story. Two years ago, the stock was at $59.89. Do you know where it is today? $2.83. In fact, it's a collapse. A calamity. And what happened about all, all, all our money we gave it? Well, that went poof. Just like the money we invest in all these phony solar companies. Like Nexamp. 
To the I-Team now, a hidden camera Fox 5 I-Team investigation takes the shine off some big promises made to Georgia homeowners about solar power. Talk about frustrating. Some solar customers ended up spending even more for power than they did before. Uh, Fox 5. Yeah, go ahead. Buy it, I dare you. Which I think is the advertising tagline for both Lucid and solar panels. Go ahead. You're going to love it. It's going to be fantastic. Cream Puff Jim. Yeah, they made a decision, Dolly. a decision in Lodestar, but take the razor with it down. What surprised me is the two seafarers on the court, uh, Clarence and uh, Alito, who like to sail around. Yeah. I'm surprised they wanted to take it down because that well, there's really, a difference between that sailing. Really, that could really hurt a paint job on a yacht. I mean, you, yeah, you could really do some damage. There's a difference between sailing a boat and swimming across the Rio Grande with your family dog and lunchbox. Yeah, but what, think about, think if you had a, what if you had an expensive yacht and yeah. it got into the gear somehow? One of the crew had to actually go up and steer the thing by hand. I mean, that Listen, could be dangerous for these judges. That you got really an expensive la- yacht, you're not going down a river between Mexico and, well, no, you, you, uh, and you, America you, unless you, you're, you're a Sinaloa you member. You've got you to dock it somewhere. you got to dock the thing somewhere. You so let me ask you a question. When you were a little boy in your knickers, when you could see your feet, did you ever go to the Prudential Building in the city of Chicago? Every day. Every sure. day I went there. Are you going to miss it? Top water every day. Here, here was our deal. We could take us all week to save a fin. It would take us all week to save a fin. Yeah. And, and then we'd go downtown and go to the movies and go to the Prudential Building and then go to Walgreens and eat mashed potatoes, like six orders of mashed potatoes. Yeah. Like now, here we go. You walked a mile uphill to school every day. And now you're on the mystical, magical pension. What do you make, about 200000 a year for doing nothing except eating? In the meantime, well, solar panels can't keep your refrigerator going. But we have a message for you and all of the people in Chicago on the dole in one form or another. You want it? You want it? No more money for you. Bye bye, bye bye, bye bye. He's not just talking to that welfare recipient. He's talking to all of you guys that watched the greatest implosion of the city while you voted for that short-in-the-pants mafia. Greg and Rogers Park never did. Hi, Greg. Hey, Sean. Hey, Sean. How you doing? Listen, I've been working the uh, night shift at, at a group home. That's why you haven't heard from me. And I appreciate your podcast. And I can listen huh. to that at work. I drive all my coworkers nuts. So Thank you very much. I appreciate but, it, too. Tell them I know what they're yeah. doing, the worthless speed bumps of humanity, also known as Democrats. Go ahead. Listen, I just uh, I was just uh, reading and uh, was just doing some reading. Um, they to introduce a bill in Tennessee that's going to allow more doctor-assisted suicide availability. I don't know if it will pass or not. I can't stand these Democrats. They want to kill our kids and they want to yeah. kill our elderly. Yeah, it ends all the same. It's kind of like uh, it's like the uh, the goat Casanovas, the Hamas guys, only without the kaboom. Thank you very much, Kevin in Las Vegas. Oh, shout out to Squirrel for that Primus cut there. Uh, that was uh, that was Primus. I don't even know who the hell Primus is. Who's Primus? Oh, my my favorite band of all time, and I've been seeing them over twenty times. Man, they're unbelievable. Really? You know, that's another thing. I've what never been mean? to a concert. In fact, the only time I, I went is when after I met my wife. I said, "All right, we'll go to a fracking concert." She's like, "You've never been to a concert?" I said, "Well, I saw Tony Bennett." On con- that's not a concert. I said, "I saw Frank Sinatra." It's not a concert. So we went to Chicago. Did you ever go see Chicago? And they got that creepy trombone player pointing at all the nice-looking oh, girls. They're great. Oh, come on. They're, they're freaks. Great. Yeah, just shut up and but, sing. Uh, you, go ahead. 
give give Primus a chance. They were out uh, touring in 2022, covering my second favorite band, Rush. It was unbelievable. All right, well, I'll give Primus a chance, but I'll never give Lucid a chance. Now, you're in the electric car business. What a junk car the Lucid is, isn't it? Um, they are in, they're kind of in that category right now when the Teslas first started coming out with, uh, with their Model S that was their first car. It was like they're way, way, way overpriced at the moment, but they're trying to build their base. Um, they're, they're super luxury, but, uh, I mean, they, all these guys in the beginning, they have problems, man, for sure. They wouldn't exist. They're all government subsidized and the rest of it. But this, who do you think is more subsidized? Lucid, the phony car company whose stock has imploded almost 80% or Nexam. UAW. Oh, you're a good point. And that brings us to our next story. Thank you, Kevin, in Las Vegas. How's that education system going? We know with all of the worldly teachers and professors who can't wait to tell your kids how wonderful and the utopia they built. If they would only be communists, how's it working? All right, happening now. Faculty at California State Universities are getting ready to walk the picket line. The university oh. system employs more than 56,000 faculty and staff who teach nearly half a million students. ABC 10's Bridget Bjorlund. Like U.S. foods. That's not in the news either. But at least this is in the news in California. What do you think they want, Squirrel? You think they want better opportunities and better things for the kids? Absolutely not. Like every labor extortion mafia, they want more money for themselves. Hello, joining us live from Sac State's campus this morning. So, Bridget, when is the strike getting started and what are the teachers asking for? Well, good morning, Bria and Walt. It's getting underway in a little under two hours from now. It starts at 8. It goes all day long, all week long, not just here at Sac State. Ironically, it's the most work some of these slots have, have ever done in the last 10 years. But also at Stanislaus State University in Turlock and across the CSU system because faculty there are asking for a 12% pay raise. They're asking for pay equity and an overall expansion in parental leave. Now... It's all the same bulldog. I think U.S. Foods, though, they're asking for, what, 40% raises? And this is what Joe Biden really represents. Strengthening the labor extortion mafia. And all the criminals from coast to coast, be they street banging or, or gang banging thugs on the street or labor extortion mafias. It can all stop tomorrow. And not only that, so could World War III. Israel, we have them from a... We don't have one for ourselves. I think it's time that we have one. Does that make sense? And you know what? It's all great jobs. We're going to make it here. But we're going to have an Iron Dome so that if somebody decides to take some shots, this stuff is really effective. You know, Ronald Reagan wanted to do it. I think he called it Star Wars. Star Wars. The problem was there was no technology. It was a great idea. But today we have unbelievable technology. I saw it. I saw missiles going into Saudi Arabia, and I saw soldiers with extremely high IQs, okay? Not strong physically, but strong mentally. And they go, missile, missile, missile. And they very calmly walk to a desk. Ding, 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 ding. By the way, that was before the government admitted that our own boys were victims of these missiles. As they want you to believe, it's okay. It's only a low number of U.S. military that have brain injuries. This is what it is when you have a Democrat corrupt failure who has been bribed by enemies foreign and domestic, to subvert the principles of our nation. This is exactly what you better get used to as you see these frauds make excuses for their failure as they normalize it. What can you tell us about potential injuries to American troops in Iraq, and how will the U.S. respond to this latest attack? 
Well, as we understand at this early hour on Sunday morning, it's only a very small number of uh, U.S. troops that were affected. Uh, they're being seen for traumatic brain injuries. Uh. Just a small number. And if Donald Trump was in office, we'd be bombing the condo building in Qatar to get all of the leaders of the goat cast in office. 312-642-5600. He will never negotiate his constitutional rights with the government. Live free or die on The Sean Thompson Show on AM560. The answer. AM560. The answer. Now you're talking. That's music, squirrel. Not that other nonsense. Even though it's Chicago, I point at my girl. It's like I didn't go up there and beat him over the head with that trombone. Rich in Indian Head Park. I hope you enjoyed uh, the weekend. Oh, always. Except I don't like being off for two days. I feel like a no, Democrat. Lazy. Go ahead. <laughs> What I wanted to say is um, we've been uh, talking about uh, talking about Trump, and uh, I heard an interview with uh, Harris, you know, the number two uh, dummy. And, uh, and we she... did it, Joe. You're going to be the next president of the United States. There she goes. <laughs> Virtually useless with her clothes on. Go ahead. And she was asked... Uh, What's going to happen if Trump gets the nomination for president? And she said, we beat him once and we'll beat him again. What I think she really wanted to say is we cheated him once and we're going to cheat him again. Yeah. Because I, I think the steel is in already. I think they're oh, looking at that now. Brother, why do you think I played you the clip of right. Antonin Scalia? You think the answer exactly. is not going to be us hoping and wishing and getting involved and, oh, we're going to vote. Listen to me. Yeah. We won in 2020 and here we are. And in another year... Who knows what the hell could happen? After all, we've got a traitor and thief instead of a commander-in-chief. And it brings me to this whole thing with our boys being injured. We have had traumatic brain injuries. And you are freezing the news? In the meantime, I want a man back in that office. He died like a dog. He died like a coward. He was whimpering, screaming, and crying. And frankly, I think it's something that should be brought out. So that his followers and all of these young kids that want to leave various countries, including the United States, they should see how he died. Exactly. It's exactly what should happen. Instead, what do we have happening all around the Democrat areas? Sympathizers for the people who not only want to kill Jews and everybody else they deem infidels, but the Sharia law theocrats who destroy and imprison their own people. And now you're shutting down traffic for that? No. In fact, what you have to understand is that's the conglomerate that will work tirelessly to protect the enemies of our country, both foreign and domestic. That's why I play these clips. It's all tied together. Whether it's the labor extortion mafia that is bringing our economy, our institutions of learning to their knees. Now our food production in U.S. foods. Or it's the bureaucrats that carve away for the campaign contributors to build monopolies and then fraud the people. Background in mind, they then said yesterday, we've suspended the CFO. We are looking specifically at this unit, not the trading business, not the corporate business, but this ingredients unit, as it's called. And let's look at the campaign contributions of ADM. 
Let's look at the campaign contributions of Pfizer. Let's look at the campaign contributions of Boeing. Yes, I'm talking to you, Nikki. Even if you have a president for four years, the man was going on a rant about how I was keeping Capitol Police from going in on January 6th. He He confused you for the other corporatist whore, Nancy Pelosi. After all, you're a mere image of her, both physically and in your checking account. In fact, it, it doesn't matter if he confuses you and Pelosi. It doesn't matter if he got your name wrong. You're fungible. Everybody gets your name wrong. In the meantime, no matter how we turn out, we're going to elect a president who can answer basic questions. Um, what was the cause of the United States Civil War? Well, don't come with an easy question or anything. I mean, I think the cause of the Civil War was basically how government was going to run. And it'll be the answer of the future. And it needs to stop running on illiterate, moron, corporatist whores, be they Republican or Democrat. And it'll happen because we're going to work tirelessly five days a week for now, three hours a day until I can get four. We'll be back in 21 hours. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.